Our bonus was going to come down as uh, Roaming Moses again, I suppose, because I've managed to gather up another, well, three Neville eight eights for this drop. Big Roaming Moses, Volume 2. Volume 2, Roaming Moses, I don't mind it. Um, yeah, in three totally different circumstances. One, caught up with Trevor Oldmate, where he loads out for work, where we sort of every now and again find a little bit of time in the driveway and just sprung it straight on him. You know, Trev's a lovely bloke, pretty graceful, owns that low 29 A-model Tourer. 52 Chev sled of uh, Ray Ashby. Great bloke, though, so that was a good one to get. Um, also, I've been holding on to it for a while, but Johnny Irving from uh, A1 Automotive in Ballarat. Yep. And that's a different one again. Can I ask you a question, John? Yes. Can I ask you eight questions? And he goes, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I said, do you want to step in the office? So, yeah, <laughs> I recorded him. in the He's in the office off the cuff. And it's also interesting because a lot of people that you've known a long time, you ask them and they go, oh, not not right now, oh, oh a couple of weeks, you know, and it's only a chat. Mm. So, yeah, Johnny sits there and clicks his pen all the way through. I thought if I interrupt his flow, then something could happen. So, yeah, and managed to record very, very recently, uh, Hodgie, sat down with Hodgie. Hodgie's known me longer than most at uh, 14, tried to buy that 57 off me. Um, an interesting turnaround. He's bought his first 57 only recently, only this year. So, um, but yeah, we just get into his cars, what he owns now, what he's done, you know, the things he misses. Like his was really good, but it's probably a record uh, for longest never late eight ever coming no, in at 33 minutes. But we've got to get him in. Yeah, I'd still like for a proper chat at some stage. Yeah, well, that's good. We talked about his dad's truck, and you know, we're sort of. A, yeah, again, a little bit of sadness there that his dad's been with him so long, but it's great to know the truck's staying with the family. It's been handed down to the youngest daughter. He's just got some really fond fond memories around it, you know. No, it's it's great stuff. So I was really happy to be able to get that one in the bag, mate. Yeah. So kicking off with Trevor Old, mate, working our way through Hodgie and uh, getting into um, the old one with John Irving. So yep. it'll be an interesting take, mate. And, yeah, we, we're still going to go... <laughs> Reference an old episodes deep inside Hodgie. That's what we were planning to do initially, and yeah, yeah you well, can't do eight can't do eight questions in bloody fifteen minutes with that bloke. That's for yeah, sure. We'll so get, we'll get to that at some stage, but um, now looks like things are opening up, so we should be able to get back into Scotty. Yep. And um, roll on December. Go back to normal, some kind of normal. But yeah, yeah, no, that's it, mate. So anyway, this but, is just a little bonus. The the calendar's sort of playing funny buggers with it with us, so um, yep. we didn't really want to put November's review out while it's still October. So uh, we just yep. stuck just this to one fill together, and you should uh, hopefully get something out of it yep. anyway. And um, yeah, episode eleven will be out in a couple more weeks with uh, our uh, friend of the show, Mr. Chad Rivens. Yeah, that was great. Really good time that one. So yeah, looking forward to hearing that, and I'm so sure Chad will too. But, uh, yeah, we'll have some big reveals, I suppose, not far off anyway. And looking at doing a little bit extra for Christmas, so, yep, yep stay tuned. Yep. So, uh, we should actually should actually point out we're actually sitting in the in the luxury that is the back seat of the Nash. Yeah, we are actually propped in the back seat. I'm figuring maybe we've probably got to do a video to uh, pre-drop the drop, so we might have to shoot that while we're just here quickly too. Oh, we can probably do that too. Yeah, no, cool as. Oh, well, in the meantime, everybody, we're four minutes in. Uh, 
handing it over to you from here. Enjoy, Roaming Moses, Volume 2. Okay, it's your boy Moses McCready. Some people are easier to catch than other people. Stand near with Trevor Old, mate. We've been sharing this driveway for a few years, Trev. We have, yeah. I'd nearly think 10, mate, I reckon. I yeah, if you'd be coming up to it. Yeah, close to 10 years. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you, if you go around the car scene, you'll be seeing Trev out and about in uh, low 29. He's bloody stinking A-model with the bags. <laughs> or 52 Chev, built by Ray Ashby, the sled. I call Trev Sled. Yep. But, uh, yeah, how you going, mate? All right? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yeah, I'll give you a lead in so you don't have to grasp for any, any ideas, you know. Thanks, mate. Oh, you're, always, you're a helpful <laughs> bloke. <laughs> okay, we're going to shortcut this one because we don't know what our freight game's doing, Trev. But uh, take us through your first car-related memory, brother. Uh, probably sitting at the pub with Dad and heard a Volkswagen go past and the old man reckons that I got a bit excited over... Yep. Uh, the the sound from the old Volksy. Oh, um, so yeah, that was probably the start of it. And yeah, well, buddy, Pappy McCready would be impressed to hear that one. My old man, mate, yeah, oh, loving yeah. that that it was a Volkswagen turning you on. Definitely, um, and yeah, just always watching Bathurst and that with the old man back yeah. in the day. I'm starting to find it doesn't take much to make a car person. They're just born, I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good stuff, mate. Well, what was the first car? Well, I mean, doesn't have to be your first one with a license. It could be when you first played. First car was a TD Cortina. Yep. Uh, with a four point one. Yep. Uh, Manual. Nah, auto. XLE with the big slide back sunroof. Yep. Um, the guards were flared on it. Yep. Um, yeah, pretty pretty. Yeah. Cool little car. The old man hated it because he was a holding man. So, yeah, well, as you well know, mate, we're trying to bring back flares to cars that aren't oh. meant to have them. Yeah, you're, meant, you're meant to have. They're meant to be there. Meant to be on everything. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, cool as well. Here we go. What's the what's your favourite car, mate? This this would be a tough call for with this bloke, you know. Um, <laughs> favourite one I've owned. Favourite one you've owned. Yeah, we'll look backwards for a bit because I mean I'll post up your can buddy. I, can I? Is. Yeah. Um, Right now, it's the, the Tourer. Yep. Of course. Yep. Um, as you well know, everyone has fun in that. Yeah. Um, my XA GT Coupe yep. is one that I really yeah. did like. And the missus said if she knew me then, we'd still have it now. Still, it never would have gone. It wouldn't have gone, but that's now in America. So. Yeah, well, there you go. That's unbelievable. Not many GTs end up there. But that moves us on to the. Uh, regretful sale component doesn't it really so that's the one that's the one that's the one did you do that's... a fair bit on it yourself mate or just bought uh, it and smiled at it played around with it it was tunnel ram twin 600s yep 4v motor of course yeah um v gate shift oh hell yeah all, all the gear and roll cage <laughs> just yeah, yeah no, anyone that's listening in has got a vertical gate. Uh, yeah. Moses wants one for the national and the track, <laughs> so just, you know, get in touch. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that that's probably the regretful one. Yeah. And and an XW that I bought off an old bloke. Yeah. There's a factory 302. and Convinced him you were never going to sell it and then yeah, sold it. I, yeah, I had a little accident in it just after the kids were born. Yeah. On no sleep. And, yeah. yeah. No, things can happen, mate. That Plenty way. of things can change on the way through. Yeah. 
Uh, so see you around uh, the Kingpin Custom events a fair bit, mate. Wouldn't hear you because you're such a soft-spoken gentleman, you know, like the other boys we tend to prowl like on street. Yeah, just ha- happy to walk around in the background. Um, yeah. Still get our presence known that we're there while the cars we turn up in. But Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely Kingpin events. Yeah. Uh, Rob does an awesome job and just a great, bunch of people that go to those events and like we say for no reward little or no yeah no, no financial reward yeah, there, just there, the reward there's no money in it but mates a, and cars you know yeah. Yeah, no. and as we've said before when we've had chats it's just blokes doing what we would be doing yeah the best of times anyway. is hanging around with cars and that's that's our sunday school component now too breaking down the street machine magazine like you used to do with your best mate in year 10 yeah you know, you only had one or two of them mates but you know you were, yep. all, you were into it back then too 100%. yeah oh well let's uh move on to the current cars because i know the x ray ashby sled you convinced him to sell it to you mate and it sat there a little while before yeah. we managed to get it on the road i hassled him for a while always every time i'd see him oh you know if, you, if you're thinking of selling it let me know i never thought i'd get it i thought there'll be other people that'll be further up the queue than me yep. then out of the blue he rang um so it ended up coming to my place then with your help, of course. And good old shout-out to our fellow road rider, Steve Krillman, yeah. for his efforts of getting that thing back on yeah, the road. got it back on the road, and, yeah, that, that's out and about when yeah. I'm not out in the tourer. Yeah, uh, sort of the uh, sat. What, what are we going to call the colour? It's like a satin red. It, it's, it's a Fiat colour, but it's when you look at it in a jar, it's got a lot of iridescence. Yeah. But because we've left it flat, didn't come back. It doesn't that come back that way, but it does suit the image of the car. Yeah, already. no, it's a gorgeous car. And, uh, yeah, we'll put up photos. I mean, look, it's, it's a little bit rough. It's no show car. Yeah. But I like the history of it. And Mate, I love the flow from the, the photo you sent me the first time you'd pushed it out of the shed in over a year. And, you know, just to that side profile on that car. It's yeah, just killer. Um, they did a fantastic job when they did it. Yeah, shout out to uh, John Katsanis, RIP, yep. working together with his dear mate Ray Ashby to nail that job. And from what I hear, it was one of the last ones that he did do a chop on. Yep. Um, but when you look inside it, there's not a lot of cuts yeah, visible. Yep. The way they've done it is fantastic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just a unique car. Yeah, well, if you're out and about and you see it getting around at one of the Kingpin Custom events, go and talk to Trev, get him to show you through that car. And even with the A model, he'll put you in there and make you jump up and down on the bloody seats. You know, it's all about sharing the experience. Oh, mate, I've <laughs> taken people for... There was an old couple New Year's Day that were looking at the tour and I just opened the door and said, well, if you want to go for a spin, jump on in. Yep. And we're down to Hastings, did about eight laps. So I said, is that enough or would you like to do more? And the lady said, oh, if you could do more, that'd be great. So ripped off another six laps of the main street looking at all the cars. So I don't so mind announcing this thing's a little aggressive at idle too, this car of yours, Trev. It, it's got a fair stick. It has it? a bit of a shake to it, yes. <laughs> it, it has a bit of character. Um, show the oldies, throw the oldies in and show them how it should have been done. Yeah, I've taken a few old people for spins. Just, yeah. Everyone seems to like it, young kids, old kids, yeah. everyone in between. I'm hearing you, mate, and it almost sounds like another segue because it sounds like you're living your dream, but um, if money wasn't an object, if life wasn't tripping you over every now and again, <laughs> would you, you know, what, what, what would you aim for? 
You could have an, another car. We already know I'd, that. I'd love a bigger garage with a few more cars. Yeah. Um, wouldn't wouldn't have a specific car in mind. No. Um, it's just whatever sort of whatever ticks, whatever appeals in the moment. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be shiny. Yep. Um, well, that's actually perfect because when I showed you the photos of low twenty nine on my phone, that put the whole deal together. Yeah. And again, everybody greatest uh, finders fee ever. Got to borrow the car for the weekend. Picked yeah, it up in Hallam off Trev. Two weeks after I got it. Two weeks after Trev had it, he handed me the keys and I took it to Geelong for the weekend to take it to a show. Oh, I kept getting photos back too of it. <laughs> no roof, driving in the rain and smiles all around. At the so, front of the Ford factory and all the rest. Yeah. Nah, hell of a thing. And yeah, this bloke probably has got a hankering for a bag tub now. You know, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's how, we, how we get people infected. There's quite a list of people that would like to buy that car, but yeah, no, nah, definitely. That, and you bought it's not going anywhere. Yeah, no, nah, bought it at the right time. Yeah. The bloke that's got it would probably have it back in a half. Oh, I reckon so. Yeah. Adrian Skirty breathed a mountain of cool into that tub. Yeah. Uh, full credit to him. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Uh, so, any words of wisdom, mate? Or, you know, for either focusing on car builds or just life in general, or oh, it sort of covers everything. I think. Um, don't think about stuff too long. Just do it. Yep. Don't don't regret not doing something. You you've got to give it a go, whether it works or it doesn't. Yep. You can at least say you gave something a go. That's it. Uh, whether that's doing a, a strange engine swap yep. um, or just anything in life, yep. just give it a go. Well, there you go. Sounds like exactly the Trevor mantra, getting amongst it, because that's where I see you. <laughs> you just got to get out and have fun. Nah, good stuff, mate. We're having a ball. Nah. Nice. Well, Trevor, old mate, thanks heaps for joining me on the podcast. We well, shall no doubt chat in this driveway again. And this is beautiful timing for a send-off. You hear that beep coming in? Yes. <laughs> Freight's here. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for tuning in. Cheers, Trev. Cheers. Bye, mate. one I've been putting off for a fair while, I guess, but uh, in talk about 57 chefs that I should have held on to, uh, this bloke's known me more than most in this bloody life. So, uh, Hodgie, how you going, mate? Good yourself. Yeah, no, really good, really good. It's been a long time, mate. It has been, mate. I'm trying to do the math between 14 and fucking 52, but yeah, I think it's 38, 38 years. It's a bit hard for me. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's sort of... Yeah, again, you're saying lately, you know, recently when you bought that 57 that's propped out the front now, yeah, but it's your first 57 share. Yeah, the 55s, 57. <laughs> I always wanted the 57. Yeah, I wouldn't sell you mine. I wouldn't even take that gorgeous 66. I reckon we'd have that 66 share back. Yeah, I reckon we'd have that car back, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was probably the last car that uh, Lee Griggs sold, wasn't it? It was. You found him in a week. You found him in a week moment. Me and Lee got on pretty good because Lee actually taught me how to do my first engine change when I was 14. Yeah. So Lee was on that road from my place. I used to finish school and pedal up there in the night time. Yeah. He taught me how to change a six-cylinder out of the 56 to the, the 265 at the time. Yeah. That was in your cousin's 56. That's and unreal. blew it up coming home from the, the Nationals when I was 14, uh, the Streetlight Nationals from Mildura. Yeah, you were saying that earlier. So that was pretty cool. And, uh, very cool indeed. And there were a lot of those blokes around, like when we were kids, you know. Yeah, he was a trippy dude. He was, he was very <laughs> God-bearing and 
very, very knowledgeable and anal about everything. You know? Yeah, that that fifty six of his. Oh, I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it popped in, buddy. Yeah, popped in the uh, suspension and drive line, buddy door the other week. I reckon, but you know, I don't imagine any car that's still got it. Yeah, still, still got the shit up there. Yeah, no, it'd definitely be good to go past. Well, I didn't even know whose shed it was. I didn't put the connection. Someone told me a few years back that it was him driving around town in that van, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he sees me and everything. He shakes his head lately. He's just like, oh, fuck. He's chopped something else up. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's been a tough couple of years, I suppose, for everybody trying to work around. But yeah, no, it's work's, work's been strange. Strange. Yeah. People have. Um, Sort of pulled up in a few areas, and they're spending a lot of money that they haven't got in other areas, and yeah, it makes you re- regroup with a lot of shit. And yeah, but I see you've been able to think on the fly, and you, yeah. you know, I mean, but it doesn't feel to be any pressure in here at the minute. No, it's good. We sort of we we average twenty two cars in the shop at any one time. Yeah, and we're sort of downsized that we got rid of five last week, so we sort of I want to get it down to about ten in the shop because ten in the shop's enough to handle. Yeah. Ten customers in one year's good. Yeah. Twenty two is a lot. Yeah, no, it does. As anybody in business, like I've been doing I'll be oh, I've been in this shed six going on seven years. The shed out the back, I was in that for fourteen, I think. So by the time I retired, I was almost shut by the time I'm sixty, which is in five years. Yeah. I would have been in the industry thirty years. Yeah. That's so right. that's enough for me. I'll just plot around the house and a bad effort for a carpenter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, as, as people laugh at you, you're the only hot rod builder ever seen with a carpentry rule in your pocket. There it is. There it is, yeah. I can definitely. You'll hear, right. That's funny too because people will hear some clicking when they get uh, Johnny Irving's bloody never laid over oh. because he wouldn't stop clicking the pen the whole time. Oh, yeah. But that, yeah, nearly shattered. And I have lost so many rulers. Yeah. Because I jump on the Harley and ride home, they fall out the pot. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. So I buy them in lots of five or ten now and just yeah. put them in the drawer. <laughs> it's unreal. And I tell you, without it, I'm lost. Yeah. Well, I reckon, you know, the intro has been going pretty sweet, but I've got me eight questions here that yeah. I'm obligated to ask you, mate. So let's go for the Neville 88 and we'll go with uh, what's your first car related memory? So we're probably um, going. My, my cousin's 56 shed when I was 13. 13, you reckon? Oh, before that, uh, it been my dad. Dad used to ride speed, race Speedway at um, Dalesford. Yep. So I grew up around 36 coupes, pilots, yeah, all that sort of stuff when I was a kid. So that goes back to like when I was five or six. I remember that. I've got photos of me standing next to the pilot when I was about five. Yeah. You know, I used to tool around on that. You asked Dad, I never tooled around. I remember one time we had to pull the gearbox out right before the day before a race and I'm in the car. Yeah. And he's got the top of the gearbox off and as everybody knows, a flathead box, the top comes out with all the gear linkages hangs off the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, pass me now that spanner. So I drop him down this spanner. He goes, pass me now that spanner. I said, I did, Dad. Straight in the gearbox <laughs> hole. <laughs> Out come the gearbox again, turn it upside down, pull the spanner yeah. out. <laughs> Little Andy, get your ass back in the house with your mother. Girl. So I just booted out of the frigging car. The house I went, but that, I remember then. Yeah. The first car I ever built was with my cousin when I was 13. Yeah. No, that's and in saying that, we just bought him another one two years ago and done exactly the same thing, red and white, four-door hardtop. That's unreal. 
So he's small, but uh, yeah, no, that's really good, mate. And again, a lot of stuff seems to just be rounded yeah, off, you know. We're all rounded shit up, you know. Well, you yeah. say, you know, you're bloody chasing gay ghosts because oh, gay ghosts mini bikes, have you know, mini bikes. All the shit I had QA50s, mate. One leg wouldn't go over QA50. No, that's it. I've got a hampering for an MX80. I know exactly what you're saying, you know. The old man wouldn't buy me. You'd think I'd nearly buy myself a YZ because the old boy didn't buy me one, but I'd still I'd take another MX. I just cracked herself up and we went picking the grey ghost up the other day and she said, there is no way in hell you used her. I said, oh, honey, I lived on one of them when I was a kid, when yeah. I was 13, 14. Yeah, yeah. Picked it up, put it in the black car, and off we went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too good, mate. So well, I suppose that takes us to, you know, what was you know, what was Hodgie's first car? What was your first? My first car was a 56 Chef. Yeah, it was the 56 Chef that you did. 56 Chef. Yep. And then the 66 Chev, and then I got hooked on a few Monaros, got sidetracked. And... Yeah, and no, I remember that bloody, I remember the red Monaro. Yeah. I actually haven't spoke about it in the podcast, but it had the stripe work. Yeah, but what did I put it Nicholson and had the old, old 80s Pro Streets, and I was down to hot wash one day and blew off. Because <laughs> <laughs> Pete really put it on with a rail can, forgot to prep the body underneath, so yeah. I spent about 10 bucks with a hot wash and took the whole lot off the car, yeah. and it was all red. Yeah, looked half that. Ah, it was a grouse game. The top part of the bloody snorkel scoop. Yeah, I remember Randall pulled me out and busted me one night for a motor protruding through the bonnet, chains on the engine, roll cage, two tyres too big, tyres too little. Yeah. <laughs> shit back in the 80s and that yeah. was good fun stuff. Well, I reckon, you know, to throw myself into the situation, I reckon I was about 16 when you picked me up from Frank Street one night and in a world where Hodgie never flexes the car, he always just coasts around. I remember a bit of a grin because there was a deposit taken on that one at that stage and we can have a little bit of fun tonight. <laughs> They weren't for blowing the tyres off shit. No, no, I'm sort of, you know, I'm pretty much, I mean, I was in that HZ back then in the day when I was 19, it was a bit of madness attached. But I, the Nash now, like, I, I love the fact that it'll pull well, but I like the fact that you just fucking coast along the street, you know. When the boys bought Black Betty down from Queensland when Brad had it. Yeah, yeah. When it had the funny car engine in it. Yeah. I used to drive that in the street down. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. And they had a funny car mode, and all they did was took the hat off it and put a couple of 1150s on it. And I remember sitting out in front of the Golden City one day and we were blowing the flowers out of the vases <laughs> on the table at Idle. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there idling, and they're holding their food on the table. <laughs> they shitting their pants, you know? <laughs> we were coming up Skipping Street one day, and I'm driving it, and Randall used to park out the front. Remember the old house in Lime Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to park under the tree. Yeah. I've come around the corner, it had like 22 and a halves on the back, fives yeah. on the front. Yeah, right. straight, out, off the straight out of the spider bait video. You come around the corner, he's banging on the ground, and Randall's looked at me and shook my head, but that's too fucking hard. <laughs> Didn't have the time. Off. Didn't have the time available to ride it up. Yeah, well, I came in on um, Creswick Road and the car show had been on. And I reckon, yeah, Brad was just leaving from the car show to turn right to head in towards town. And it was just like a quick stab on the throttle and it just lurched sideways. It was. used to change lanes when it changed gears. Yeah. But then. Because uh, you couldn't drive it from Lime Street to Bunnell. Yeah. It's fairly plugged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that A Roadster, you could drive that to Adelaide. Yeah, we did. Chuck Monos. <laughs> Yeah, that makes me laugh too because it got, Great Aussie Rod got Rod. better fuel economy than most of the flatheads. Yeah. <laughs> like a tunnel ran too over that. 
tunnel around. Do you too. remember that? Yeah, I know. Mum wouldn't ride in the bucket, mate. I'm riding the tea bucket. And your old man had just done a 12-hour shift. Remember that? Yeah. And we'd been driving for about nine hours just going to Adelaide without any breakdowns. Yeah, just for the listeners. Yeah, this is we how many fresh cars? Like, oh, I think there was five brand new flathead cars built. <laughs> okay. Around the block and we drove to Adelaide. Yeah, from Ballarat. So there you go. So that's about 10 o'clock at night heading to Adelaide. We left at 8 o'clock that morning. So that's how many breakdowns we had. Yeah. Every time I walked past Chris's dad in the tea bucket, we'd pull up and he'd fall asleep on the steering wheel. Car yeah. still running, foot on the clutch. Yep. As I'd walk past, I'd tap him in the back of the head. He'd wake up and off we go. Yep, truckies life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's unreal. That was a lot of fun, that shit. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah, it was a highlight. Then I'd pick cars at 9, 10, 11 o'clock in the yeah, But I ended up picking up in the middle of the weekend. I just, yeah, they picked me up at the local club, so I just got, didn't end up meeting everybody. Got lost yeah. on the breakfast scenario. Yeah, I was a bit young and distracted. Yeah, yeah. yeah I met Chop, spent Dr. Chop, spent a yeah, time in his company. Yeah, 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 definitely. So let's go. We're going to move on to these questions. Number three, this is going to be a tough one, I reckon, for you, but what's the favourite car you've owned? Tudor. Definitely your Tudor. All the way through. I've seen that car uh, back in 92 in an open-faced barn in Mildura with a six-car, yeah, going around. A six-car heavy in it. Yeah. And uh, Roger Harrison, the dude was about six foot four. <laughs> Looked like he'd been hitting the head with a shovel. Yep, I remember him well, mate. Yeah, no, I do remember. He had happy pants and a Mickey Mouse t shirt on. Had the bulging forehead. And, yeah, and he was the only Bean Bandit in Australia. Bean Bandit. Which is like a salt mob in the States. Yeah, yeah. He was the only one in Australia. Yeah. And he'd driven that roadster that oh, I can't drive 55 yeah. poster roadster. Yeah. He was telling us about yeah, that drove yeah. in the States. That's he had some great stories. First time I've seen it. And then um, he had a bit of a mishap with the wrong plants growing in the paddock. Ah, uh, yep. And he sold it. Richie bought it, Squid. Yep. Squid had it for a long time. And then uh, when it came up for sale again, I tried to buy it, but I just didn't have the coin. So I went to Sydney and I followed it all the way through Sydney. Yep. And Phil Simpson had it up there. And then I bought it from Phil like eight years ago and it'll never leave. Yeah, yeah. That, that car's now my youngest girl's. Yep. And my oldest girl's dad's truck. Yep. And how much, like, because I know it was fended when we saw it. It was, yeah, it was rolling on the buddy red rims. And yeah. the first time I'd ever read, get, get in, sit down, shut up and hang That's on, it, it was on it. that glove box. It's the second time I've seen it was fuel injected. It had a laptop under the front, under yeah. the front seat. Yeah, yeah, because even the war and she was just oh, hanging out of the dash. It was fucking when we saw it, but it was just laying there with grass growing up. The there. thing is, like, that car, like, paint's fine. Like, it's been painted. Goonie painted that car, like, 28 years ago. yeah. The paint's cracking, couldn't give a shit. Nah. It's a genuine steel car. It's driven. I only just bought a blind motor for it, which is due tomorrow. Yep. So I'd was... nearly call it the most hot wheels looking thing we've got riding around in oh, town. No, it's just, just it, like it's pure. The sound, the noise, are we going to hop in it two weeks' time and you know, five, and five hours up the road to year longer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. No, that's grass. Yeah, that is my favourite car. Yeah, I was thinking just to sort of tap into the, you know, we'll, we get down to current cars a bit further down, but I remember, you know, the other day you were cruising around in the special Ford and then all of a sudden, it seemed like 15 minutes later, I rolled down Sturt Street and the Tudors parked at Eureka right. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> just swapping cars all day. Yeah, we, we took a week off there in a couple of weeks <laughs> when lockdown was over. And yeah. We went to Warnable and drove Tudor. Yeah. Hell yeah. Listen around, who gives a shit? 
That's what she is. Yeah, no, I got the photos coming back from the Beaufort truck oh, yeah, show yeah, too yeah. out the window. Yeah, one that piece of seat. Oh yeah, <laughs> a few cars got a bit of a bloody wash that time. Yeah, so have you got any for number four? Have you got any regretful sales? Is there anything or or missed opportunities? We also bring in here, but there's something. I, I wish I'd never sold me thirty three Dodge Coupe. Yeah, the one that had the tire and big block in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do miss that car a lot. Uh, but no, nah, not really. No. I'd have me roads to back, the first one ever built. Yeah. Yep. I'd have that back in a heartbeat. Is that and he wouldn't he won't sell that? He was happy. And I've got room for it yeah, like He it. was happy to part with the bucket. Yeah. But yeah, and I could have bought the bucket pretty much yeah. for what, what Chad ended up paying for it. But it's not my old no what a car that does it all. You know, yeah, I don't really but I'm a shocker for selling something by back. Yeah. Especially lately. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Um and that's the other thing. I mean, you smile on your head off at your new little truck. You know, how can you, how can you, you know, when you've got an opportunity, you can build whatever you want. So it's hard to miss things that you've had, you know. It's the last couple of years have been good to me. You know, I've been finishing a few projects. And like you say, the 57 will be going in a couple of months. Yeah. That's something I've always wanted. Yeah. My style. Yeah. You know, turnaround, Muncie. Yeah. Cut quarter panels, no bar, yeah. half cage. Yeah, it's looking cool. Yeah, it does. It's not about how fast it goes. It's no. about how it looks and yeah. everything's in the stance and the appearance and the wheels. And yeah, no, and I remember that too. Like built that yellow roadster and then bought a few cars and basically changed stance, changed wheels, yeah. sell them on and make money off them. Yeah, I would hate yeah. to, mate. Someone asked me the other day how many hot rods I've had, and I said, yeah. I said, I think I've had about nineteen thirty-four coupes. Yeah, yeah, but you just seem to be able to get things and just breathe a bit of cool air yeah. and move them along. Best comment I got given the other day was a guy who missed out on a sale and had a car for sale, and he said to me, "One day I own a car that you built, which I thought was a fog. Yeah, but he said, "Oh no, you, you don't, you don't spend shitloads of money, but they always look cool." Well, yeah. What, what about, am I doing? What about a Charger with 300C running gear and yeah, only upgraded trim? Because I met that guy two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. He told me all about the Charger and then he came back to me later. He said, do you know, Hodgie? I said, oh, longer than most. He goes, <laughs> he goes oh, yeah, no, he built the Charger. Yeah, yeah so there you go. Oh, that was a mission. <laughs> when he said about the you know, full 300C running gear and I said, upgraded trim? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, but the dash had the yeah, no, that's not me. No, I thought that's cool. Four computers. I still I love shit. The body control unit worked. Yeah. The only thing that didn't work in that car was there's a sensor in there to tell you how much wheel pressure each tyre had and we couldn't get it to work because the physical car width and length was shorter. Yeah. That's unreal. But um, the ABS worked. Yep. Aaron's dad done a lot on that. Oh, done a lot oh yeah, Rodney. Yeah. yeah. He's done a lot with it. Oh, no, excellent, mate. That's really cool. Now, number five... And I noticed, like, seeing you around the traps at events and same shows and that, and you, I suppose, running your own business, you know, you're often on the front foot, you know, because it's a good place to pick up a few jobs and a bit of work. There's a lot of networking, but probably over the last uh, three or four, five years. Queenscliff sort of strikes strikes a pose for me because it was when you had the Pontiac down there and I was sort of walking along. You were about to leave, just started the car, aired it up and everything, and then all of a sudden... The motor goes off, the bags go down, and we just stood there and had a chat for a while. Yeah. You know, like a bit more social activity yeah. in your life now. Oh, Pull up around the lake and just have a yak to the boys, yeah. you know. But what would you call your favourite car event? Like, and looking towards the future, I suppose you're not chasing work now. You're just going yeah. to do the things you want to do. You know, what sort I of love coins, Yeah, love coins, because the beach, of course. Yeah, yeah, 
love Port Ferry. Yeah. Port Ferry's grass and only 100, 140 cars, but yep. people will go to Port Ferry are hot rodders. Yeah. And I've been going to Port Ferry since I was 22. Yeah. Since we were married, you know. we My first car we built was when I was first married when I was 23. Yeah. So that was the first finished hot rod I had. Yeah. And we've been every – only year we missed was when Gemma was born. She was born on the 2nd of January, so it sort of fell. Yeah. We tried to go. <laughs> but she was only three days old. Yeah. So at that stage we are still in hospital. But Port Ferry. Yeah. So you used to be the Surfside camp out. Yeah. Oh, that was points, but you used to be Surfside. Yeah. That's that was good. Yeah, but Everything, no. everything's getting so big now, you know. Yeah, you've got a heap of friends down in Geelong and that too, so yeah, those yeah, events are always going to know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's the same deal. Um, oh, this is the one, mate, number six. This is where you get to tell us your current cars. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've got to remember that. It's got to be a podcast record, I reckon. So we've already gone for the Tudor. We didn't say much I've about it. We've 42 pickup. We'll be... The 34 Tudor is an all-steel, chop tie boy, original chassis, soon to have blind small block in it, which is on its way, should be here tomorrow. Yep. Then I've got the 42 pickup, which is chop channel, high boy, six carb. Big love for that one. You yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's Great just man. one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then I've got me 49 fleet line, which is going, the green one. You see the picture yeah, around? Yeah, the green yeah, one. Yeah, so that's yeah. um, small block auto. Fleet lines rear and a self in the two door, chop yeah. two and a half inches, show deck back. Really pretty car. Cool. Lays flat on the ground in the rear. Yeah. So fluff, all the shit. And then I've got me full custom Merc, which is in the build now, which is that four inches out the front, four and a half out the rear. Yeah. Which is Windsor powered, which we're gonna bring in next year in bag. Then I've got trying to remember. <laughs> I've got me fifty seven I'm building, which yeah. will be a fifty seven two door post one fifty. Um, no bumper, cage. Yeah. Cut here, on the, cut here, currently written on those rear wheelers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> quarter panel, shit like that. And then I've got um, my dad's truck, which dad passed away last year, uh, which is a 64 F100. Then I've got my superannuation, yeah. which is my GT40. Yep. So the GT40 is a UK dual GTD, which is on the UK register in Europe. And a couple had to, and there were a couple that had to move out of your way to put the two. I had to sell the 55 and had to sell me 34.5 window, which hurt. Yeah. But yeah, now let me bikes. I've got seven bikes. <laughs> Going all right. I've got four Harleys. And, uh, <laughs> you're talking about things of when I was a kid, when I was third, and I always wanted a Red Devil, like a CR250 Red Devil, yeah. so I bought a restored one of them a couple of months ago, and I've got a 79 XR80, which is the matching pair to that, and then I've got the, the Grey Ghost, and, <laughs> and Lisa's got a Monaro. Yeah, no, the house is pretty full. Should have been bigger. Yeah, no, definitely. I was thinking that, because, yeah, it looks like a, looks like a fair-sized box. but It holds 12. Yeah. No, so it's underneath great. the house, it's got, at the moment, it's currently got 10 cars and 7 bikes under it. Yeah. <laughs> it's comfortable. Yeah, you're still bringing stuff home. And no, I've still got two places going. Where are you going to put that? <laughs> yeah, she's a good woman. She puts out more shit, I tell you. Yeah, no, that's fantastic, mate. Well, you know, number seven, I mean, probably nearly obsolete, but we go with the dream car or the dream garage where you got the good garage at home, yeah, you got the business. Oh, you're building at the moment what you want to oh, build. Yeah, that 57. Oh, I don't get much better. I'm angry to see that 57 roll no, away on a Sunday over, mate. You put the biggest camshaft I could possibly put into an engine in everything. 
I went to roll with about 12, 1300. Yeah. I bumped it. I uh, bounced into Pete Fleetwood, and you know, Pete's got the yellow Camaro with the yeah. big block, and that yeah, well, he was up in his buddy HJ the Z wagon here yeah. up the lake, and I was talking to him. He goes, "Oh, I've just done a rebuild on it, put a cam in that in." I said, "Oh, what'd you put in it?" Turns out he's got the same cam as mine. Just instantly disappointed. Yeah, he <laughs> have more chop. That motor's coming out now. He's selling that motor. I'm going to build another one. Just still not... be driving. Everything I build, you got to be able to go to sports like Yeah, yeah. I no. can't see the point of building something when you can't drive it. No, and I suppose I got into it a bit with Jimmy Pennell, but Jimmy said he'd bump into people who had their car off the road because we're putting a new motor and we're doing this and we're doing that, and then you see them at an event down the track and they're not in their car because they can't afford to drive. To fucking That's home. stupid. You know, priority is, yeah, do what you can do and afford to use it, you know. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that because we're just talking about we're changing the reg over on the Tudor now and don't know whether to put on full reg or M plate. Yep. Big problem is M plates only like ninety days. Yeah, mate, I drive that sucker more than ninety days. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You know, my HR, same deal. Couldn't put that on club reg because I come home, get out of the work unit. Even if I'm going to the supermarket, I'm in my car. You know, yeah, once the work day's done, the work cars. <coughs> yeah, you don't long yeah. time since I've seen your what your van rolling around, I suppose. Nah, I drive a black one now. No one can see me in that. <laughs> no, nah, good stuff, mate. Um, well, I suppose, you know, I mean, for a bloke that's carried himself pretty well, he's allowed to hold his head up high in his hometown and all the rest. Number eight, we've got the uh, words of wisdom or just a bit of advice for people that are maybe starting out. We've got a few young I say to everybody that builds a car, they all go to me, oh, it's too hard. And I go, it's not too hard. The secret to building a car is a list. Yeah. Put a list on the windscreen of what you've got to do and every day you tick something off it and the list gets shorter. If you don't do a list, you look at a car and you think, I'm never going to finish it. Yeah. You know, and the biggest thing is, too, like people lose their track with the old more is better theory. Well, that's a load of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The less is better theory. Nine-tenths of hot riding or anything is about illusion. Yeah. You can make something look absolutely mind-boggling for an eighth of what a lot of people can do it for. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, my cars I build are just simple. Yeah. It's just the way they sit, the way they sound, or the way they look. Yeah. You know, you can have all the same componentries in the same two cars and have one guy build one car, one guy build It'll be completely different. Yeah. But it's all about imagination. It's not about how much money you got. It's about how much imagination you got. Yeah. I've had blokes stand there, look at my car, and they're not seeing it with my eyes. They're instantly fucking, yeah, Greg Butler yeah. straight away. He said, well, are you going to leave it four-door or two-door? I said, I'd love to do it as a four-door if we were going to. He said, well, that's it. We've got to lengthen the front doors. We've got to abbreviate the back doors. And yeah. rattle off about seven things that instantly had it cemented in my brain. You know, I'm looking at it thinking, take inch and a half, inch and three quarters of the screen and run it through the whole car. And he's just all of a sudden just... Fucking, you know, it's like, me away. I thought I was a creative by the yeah. way I thought of it. And then he's just, yeah. It's like the pickup. You know, the pickup's that mm. chop for eight years. Yeah. Chop four inches out of it. And all I said the day, man, it's not enough. Just don't look right. Is it? But it's finished. I don't give a shit whether it's finished. <laughs> I said, don't look enough. So we took another inch and a half out of it. Yeah. Pulled the post back a little bit and, yep. and Michael done that for me. Michael Mayne from our uh, cruiser because we've just done the pump. Oh, yeah. And, um, it looks killer. Yep. Now I'm happy with it. Yeah. If, if I build something and it doesn't, if I'm not 100%, I'll just sell it. Yeah. Well, even um, Simo touched on that uh, from the thong slappers in our episode 10. But if you want to build it with 10s, 
don't build the fucking thing with AIDS because you're going to pay twice. God, someone said, yeah, like, they said, oh, you know, I want a 32 coupe. So we'll go buy one. I said, oh, I want a red one. I said, we'll go buy a red one. Oh, but everybody's got a red one. So you'll be the only fucking red one you'll share. <laughs> uh, what's the point? Yeah. It's like the roadster. You know, years ago when I built the roadster, the yeah. other one, I wanted it red oxide with black side pipes and black rims. And yeah. Gerald said, no, you're not. We're going to paint it. So we painted it yellow. White pipes, yeah. it looked very 50s, but fucking how gay did it look? <laughs> to me now, I look at it and go, Yeah, you know, it was cool, yeah, but I wanted it red oxide with black pipes. Yeah, what was it? My old girl that dropped the comic on the seat of it. The bloody oh, go out and run, yeah. pretty much the Archie comic because yeah, we that's were calling you, calling you moose. Yeah, <laughs> stuck for years, actually. <laughs> Is that sort of book it's funny though, like you, you meet people by the nicknames, you've got no idea where where they come from, you know. But oh, I was there that weekend, that one dropped. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose, yeah, just to kind of get a bit more rounded, like we touched on um, your old boy passing and the fact that you've got his ute still, like, you know. Which, yeah, do you want to sort of just give us a bit of a rundown on your old boy? And just, you know. Dad, Dad, it's funny, when we built Dad's truck, Everybody said to me, oh, you know, your father got you in a hot rod. And I said, no, he didn't. I said, I got him in a hot rod. Yeah, same as my dad. Yeah, I said, you know, never <laughs> died. I remember I come home one night, I think I was 19, and I bought an A-Rhodes with a flathead in it. Yeah. Oh, as in 17 ute loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a flathead there. And he kept me up all night talking about speedway cars and all that sort of shit. And that's when I started building the, the home in Dad's shed in Klein Street, which I'm living right next door to now. Yep. And then finished it off when I got married. Yeah, yeah. But Dad wanted to, he sort of never really got into it. Then later on in life, Dad sort of wanted a truck. So we built the 64, which we bought off um, Joel McGeary. Yeah, yeah. John's son. We bought it off sort of as a registered thing. So I bought that, chopped the ass off, stepped the ass up like 10 inches and built bed for it and done all that sort of stuff the way he wanted with the combos, you know. Yep. It's a funny thing, you know, Dad's style's not my style. No. <laughs> it looks cool, you know. And then we had the killer engine in it with the tunnel ram and everything and Dad got Parkinson's and meningitis and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, he couldn't drive it anymore, so Mum was driving it. So we pulled all the ram and everything off it and... Um, Put just the carby back on it, so I've actually got bought another ram for a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, so I'm gonna put the rams and carbies and the VDS back out. Yeah, yeah, and that'll be uh, my youngest daughter has many fond memories of that. That's cool. Dad loved that thing. He, he well, actually, I built him a trike. Yeah, you see his trike because when his Parkinson's kicked in pretty hard. Yeah, he wanted a Harley. He couldn't ride a Harley. He had to have a trike. So you built him a trike. Yeah, so no, he had a trike out of a. Uh, Four cylinder sun, sunbird motor in order. Yep. It was grouse, half Harley, half trike, nine inch. Stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that. It's bought it and be 10 Mickeys and everything on it. Man, yeah. he used to love that thing because yeah. he couldn't pull a clutch because of his Parkinson's. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. put a side shift on the tank for the auto. Yeah. And I, I, I still remember coming to work and it was snowing. <laughs> and he was sitting on the far side of, um, on the same side of Sovereign Hill under a tree. Yeah. Waiting for the snow to ease up, shorts, jacket on, and he, he's rode that thing like that's cool. But then he got to the point where he just we had to disable it, he was going to kill himself on it. Yeah, he used to ride with me and Dave when we go to lunch, and he used to slow down for corners. And yeah, yeah, he was <laughs> going to die, but yeah, he loved him. He still, yeah, his trucks 
Yeah. It'll never, it'll never be for sale. Yeah. Whether my girls sell it in 20, 30 years' time, it's up to yeah, them. Yeah, it's up to them. It's theirs though now. Yeah, so. it's theirs now. Yeah. So I laid it out the other day, actually. I suppose even like, you know, I mean, I know he's been on board here the whole way. Like, he's been oh, a part yeah. of your team, a valuable yeah. part of your team. Yeah. But even yeah, before, with you. Yeah, but even before that, you boys are working together, building oh, trailers, yeah. fucking... We, we had roads, nothing you know. orange candy cocksuckers. <laughs> I mean, just to fight like hell. Friggin' hell. Throw shifters at me and all that good sort of father-son shit. Yeah. Yeah, you no, know, my dad and I, you know, it doesn't take much to raise oh. the fucking tension, you know. And he was fused about, oh, it wasn't very long. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. he loved that truck and he loved hot rodding. Loved, and that's the people in hot rodding. Yeah, well, that's what we touched on before we even hit record. And it is a band, you know, and they like it all. Everybody's yeah. suitable, the Geelong guys and Port Ferry and that, you know. The new generation hot rodders are a bit different. Yeah, and I say, like, you know, back in our day, you know, your street, your street machine boys, it was you and your best mate swapping out a diff, you know, and the hot rod blokes, as we saw them, were just jumping from shed to shed, working on when each other's cars. Like, when yeah. I first got married, now my wife is still with me, I was building my roads, though, right? So we got married in, here's a brainer, September the 2nd. Yeah. Great Aussie Rod Run was in 1990, Easter. Yeah. So I had to build a roadster from September to Easter. Yeah, Easter, yeah. So we moved into the little house in Lyon Street. Yeah. And Gerald had a bongo thing. Yeah, I remember the bongo. Gerald used to come around every night yeah. at 5.30, 6 o'clock. Yeah. He used to drive down our driveway, around the clothesline, come yeah. to the back window, knock on the back window and says, how did you ready to come out and play? <laughs> and how my wife ever put up with your shit for <laughs> moon until Easter? Yeah, I know. Because we're out in the shed every night yeah. building this same old road stuff. Yeah. And I have the utmost respect for Gerald. Like, Gerald... He's amazing. Taught me freaking everything with hot rodding. Yeah, well, that purple roadster of his, you know, in six weeks, but he still ran the car out of He turned up, right? Because I used to love it. And he turned up one night. I didn't know who he was. Turned up the house, bang, bang on the door. Look at the fuck, hot rod, no? Yeah. Like, no, there was it bits in the shed. He goes, because I think, you, I heard you think you're a hot rod. And I said, no. Like, I'm 23 year old. And I'm going, I'm trying to build one. Well, come and have a look at mine. So we've gone out the front. I said, man, I love it. Killer. I said, yeah. I'd love that. I was counting for it. Come on, let's go for a drive. Yeah. So me and Lee's got a pile in the car, and it was a three-speed 39 gearbox. Yeah. Everybody has a three-speed 39 gearbox know how the shifter works. Yeah. He gets in the car, and he goes, goes for first gear, goes for second, which is right between Lee's legs, right up by a little crutchy up here. And he goes, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get my head punched in. So he pulls over, gets out, you drive. <laughs> and I'm only known for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, too. I'm You drive, you said, if I go for second and third, I'm going to get your head smashed in. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Yeah, you know, how you build hot rods. Uh, Gerald knows how to build hot rods. Yeah, he knows how to build curves. He's a great guy. Yeah, no, definitely. As I say, had the men's shed before it was a fucking movement. Yeah, you know? No. People like that, that, you know, you'll never. Yeah, you know, it's like, like you were saying about Lou Gregg. Yeah. You know, take the time and. Yeah. And that's when people ask me, and especially my biggest thing is like kids see cars and um like the other day I was up like in the GT forty. Yeah. I parked there with my cars and I'll be quick. And this Volvo wagon pulls up over the road. Yeah, yeah. And this little kid gets out and he's biting at the bit trying to get across the road. He says, <laughs> come on, come on, come on, mum. 
And his mum and dad get out the car and he comes running across the road and he had a Ferrari hat on. Yeah. And I said, look here, it becomes the opposition. <laughs> and he was about oh, nine, I reckon. Yeah. He's not a little fella. And he's looking at it. I said, do you know what it is? And he goes, it's a GT40. I said, for knowing what it is, do you want to get in it? And his mum's like, no, no, no. I said, chips only, Joe. Yeah, get him. So I opened the door. Man, he... <laughs> He was across the passenger <laughs> seat, console into the driver's seat like yeah. that, and he's got his hands on the wheel. I ruined that fucking kid's life for the rest of his life. That's it. Yeah. And he had the biggest smile, and his <laughs> mum's taking photos of him with it. And, yeah. You know. I backed up in the Nash, but yesterday a couple of kids were on push bikes. I backed into a park, and one of them's looking at me with a big grin as I'm just sitting there. I said, "What do you want me to give it a rev?" He goes, "Yeah, give it a rev." So I'll give it a big rev, and I'm like. And my mate was bloody with me. I'm like, yeah, we've got to, it's our turn to be that guy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, nah. this has been awesome, Hodgie, but I'm sure you've got some stuff you've got to do at some point, you know. Yeah, I've got to finish putting this blind 32 back together. Oh, that's yeah, that's you say. You just really love what you're doing. You... The poor dude that we're doing it for was a dentist in Ballarat. He was never had a hot rod, and this is about oh, 900 under driven. Yep. So, a glass car. He's been having a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's pretty You'll see that. It's, he wanted to buy my car and I wouldn't sell it to him, so I'm building you one. Yeah. So, it's a flat black 32 tuner with big hella brands, little hella brands, blown Cleveland. <laughs> You'll see it and hear it. Ah, uh, shit, out. And you, yeah, you're a fan of doing it. You know, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I get to build people's dreams every day. Keep talking about retiring at 60, but that might be painful. Yeah, I said to David. That might happen. But I could see you and him. Just getting together and building yeah, that's all we do, and then sell it on, and then build something else. You know, that'd be a good way to do it too. Just take the pressure off. Yeah, you know, you're filling the gallery, mate. <laughs> no good stuff. No, no worries at all. Thanks for having me. Okay, here we are, Moses McCready, sitting down with John Irving at A1 Auto Parts in Ballarat. How you going, John? Good, buddy. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad at all. Uh, known this bloke for a very long time. He harks back to that 57 Chev that everyone wants to rag on me for selling off. Uh, sold me a few bits and pieces from the speed shop. Probably 35 years ago, I'd reckon, John. It's a long time, absolutely is, yes. Yeah. It'd be all of that, actually. It'd be over 35 years. Certainly would, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then since those speed, uh, your early speed shop days, I suppose you went and dabbled in a bit of what agricultural sales and yeah, done a bit of everything. Yeah. Drove trucks and all sorts of things. Went over the west for six and a half years, driving road trains and working in the mines and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yep. There you go. And all of a sudden, when things tend to go full circle towards those later years, find yourself back in the uh, speed shop game, but. Kind of running your own show. Yeah. Yeah, look, it was something I sort of had in the back of my mind for a long time, was actually taking the business over at some stage. And yep. Yep. The time was right, the opportunity was there, so I thought I'd have a dip. Yeah, and now it's pretty well flush with stock. Things were running down a bit, and you've opened a few more wines and yes. got a bit of enthusiasm going. Yeah, no, we have put a lot more stock in in recent times, as you would have noticed. Yeah, certainly I'm sitting here with me bag of uh, lifters and me assembly loot <laughs> for me uh, Never Late for the Nasher project. Yeah. That's it. That's and, okay. uh, yeah, receipt in the bag too. There's no sponsorship deals going on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you don't mind, mate, you know, thanks heaps for your time anyway, but love you to run you through these uh, 
the Neville 88, as we call them, just eight little questions and find out a bit about your car life. So we'll start off with the, what would you reckon would be your first car-related memory? You sort of thought back about when you sort of thought, hang on, maybe I am into cars, you know, when you maybe just started to look. Oh, look, when I was a kid, like, we grew up on a farm, and right or wrong, I just wanted a paddock farm, just wanted to drive. Like, yep. you know, if it was a it was a great day when Dad said, jump on the tractor. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I suppose, um, I suppose from I would have been about probably seven years old, um, the first time I really drove was picking hay up. Yeah. It was done that for years. That was my job. It was just how it was done. The ute, drive the tractor, drive the truck. So, yeah. like I said, that was from about seven. So, yeah, no, yeah, and just I just always, yeah, just always was into cars, I suppose. Yeah, no, very cool. And uh, well, what would you call your first car? I suppose first car's the paddock bomb, I suppose. Oh, but God, that's embarrassing. My first car would have been a Hillman Minx. Oh, we've got a man, <laughs> we've got, we've got a man of embarrassing cars. Yeah, You've got to have a look yeah. at our Instagram first, because people have had to confess to some pretty poor choices for the first yeah, car. But, but uh, yeah, I think I paid twenty five dollars for it off a young fella up the road. Yep, and we flogged that until it died, and yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yep, we had the pine forest. It was good. Uh, very cool. Yeah, well, I suppose to date, you know, having had, I mean, not so many, I suppose, like collectible cars and collector cars throughout, you know, the working days and stuff, what's the favourite car you've owned? Like, um, it could be current, it could be, buddy, yeah, through well, the journey. I suppose I've had quite a few. Um, the little green LC GDR I had is probably, that was, that was a good little fun car to drive. Yeah. Um, with V8 Tirana, as you know very well, it was yeah. quite a good car. It drive. was a nice like car, that. too. Yeah, I yeah. like that. We got up to a lot of no good in that. Yeah, yeah. I think I went my HB Tirana as the favourite, and it was probably the short, most short-term car I'd owned. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, back in the day, Chris, as you know, you um, you were always wheeling and dealing, and you had to sell one to buy another, and yeah, that sort that's of it. Thing. And, I remember my old boy being commissioned to sell one at one stage. Uh, might have been some little pinkish uh, LH Tirana that was sitting in our shed and he was away in the truck and a 16-year-old spirited me decided to take it for a drive. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. thought I was going to flee town and put the money in his account and never come home again rather than uh, just fess up and hand the keys back over. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we live to learn at some point. Yes, <laughs> Well, was that car a regretful sale? The opportunity was a little tainted, I guess, but uh, yeah. did you regret selling that particular uh, one? Not necessarily that particular one, though. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very nice car. But... Oh, 308 four-speed yeah. sitting there on its bloody splats, and I yeah. just stuck. I couldn't resist. It was... Funny you say that. I, <laughs> I had a customer in here yesterday who had recently purchased a HQ, which was a bit of a barn find. Yeah. And he said, it's got these funny-looking wheels. They're like scogs, but the spokes are really flat. Yeah. I said, oh, splats. <laughs> and he goes, is that what they're called? I said, yeah, I had a 7 on Tirana back in the day. He said, I've asked everyone, and nobody knows what they were called. I said, well... Now you know. And again, that's unreal. You'd be talking only the other day, and here we are sitting today talking about those wheels yeah, on the car. <laughs> Just 
Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, well, moving on, uh, number five we have down. What's your favourite car event? I know I've seen you kicking around the cars and coffees locally and stuff, and that's probably what yeah. where I saw you start smiling a bit and thinking, hang on, this is pretty good. And, yeah, you know, no, just... that's all, that was always a really good event. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, so um, you sponsored the coffees too with yes. um, Justin one morning yep. for the first yep. 50 free cups. <clears throat> yeah, we done that a couple of times. Yep. Um, and it was just a good community thing and I suppose the thing was you you just I didn't really get to look at many cars because I was too busy talking yeah walk 10 10 feet and lose 15 minutes but then you know it was good you know you catch up with a lot of people you hadn't seen for a long time and yeah it's good that there's so many people you know with the same interests. It's, it's just crazy because, yeah, you know, again, we half back to the same days driving up and down Sturt Street and, you know, and then all of a sudden it seemed everything went quiet. But you step into that car park on a Sunday morning and this town is officially off its head for cars. And it's amazing what cars people have got that you just don't know about. You know, that LS Sprite park next to the original Sprite as well, like, and just, you know, the things that you just wouldn't expect to see. No. That's right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, they're probably the main car events that you're into. Yeah, I like stuff like that. Low key, no assholes. You'd be supplying a bit of gear towards a few summer nets, but he contenders too, I'd say, along the way. We build some pretty good cars around here. Yeah, yeah, look, we, we do supply quite a bit of stuff to a couple of the, what I call bigger car builders around town. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's, there's certainly a lot going on in this town that people just aren't aware of. It's yeah. huge. And uh, do we want to make people aware of what's going on with John Irving and his uh, cars at number six on the current cars criteria, mate? (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) notice that there's been a wagon we've been playing with and maybe a a shop truck. Yeah, the HJ is finally on the road after sitting on Jack Stings for over two years. Yep. Um, Yeah, just an old cruiser. Yep. Lowered set of 15 GDS rims, just a good cruiser. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the latest purchase was a 1970 C10 Chevy pickup, which, yeah, it was one of those things that was cheap at the time and thought, yep, this will be a good shop truck. And yeah. got Phil Berry and Phil Smythe to do a bit of um, old school sign writing on the doors. And yeah, that's no, a good driver. Yeah, yeah small no. block four speed. Awesome. Yeah, yeah no. It's and... a cool thing. In a world where you shoot everyone else's cars out the front, get to mm. shoot your own now. Yeah, yeah, for a change, actually. We we done some um, photography the other weekend on a very quiet Saturday when COVID locked everything down. And, um, yeah. yeah, we're going to update the website with some more current pictures. And, yeah, no, yeah, sweet. Might even get you to pump a couple through to me that I can put up. Absolutely so. can, mate. Very good. Yeah, buddy, squelching and bloody connecting in here. That's all right, though. We can handle that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so what's your, have you got a dream car? Have you got something you're yet to own? You know, possibly this journey yeah. might bring you in touch with a bit few more options. But Yeah, look, at the moment, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, back in the day, I, I just... Right or wrong, wanted a 59, 60 caddy, but it's funny as you get older, you sort of, I don't know, things yeah. change and you're just... More easily satisfied. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Um, I don't really, I'm not really one to want anything too flash and shiny that you've got to polish every yeah. day type thing, but I, I like something that's a good driver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, that bloke for that Mitsubishi gas has been paid for, John. Yes, yes. 
Sweet as, still running the show halfway through, mate. Um, yeah, look, there's not. Look, I'd probably, if I was gonna, if I had my pick, I would love to buy some sort of hot rod beam, a thirty-two three window, or yeah, you know, something like that. A real hot rod. That's yeah. what I'd really like. That would be the ultimate. Very cool. And yeah, now I can see it coming at some point because you can oh, sort of. Yeah, well, you'll get you'll get a few years down the track. You'll start to ease back, you know. But um, so, yes, number eight. It's probably nearly a good segue anyway. But uh, put down here on the bottom words of wisdom, or just maybe a little bit of advice for the bloody young ones starting out, or something that you know. It doesn't have to necessarily be a car related. Just you know. Oh, well, I suppose just stick with what you love and what you're into. You know. Yeah. Just. If you're into cars, stick with cars. If you if you like four cylinder runners, buy a four cylinder runner. If you want a V eight Commodore, buy a V eight Commodore. Just go with whatever you go whatever in, whatever floats your boat. Into, yes. yeah, no. Don't let anyone else talk you out of something. Like if your mate says, "Oh, I wouldn't buy that. That's a piece of junk." Yeah, if you want it, do it. Walk your path. Exactly. Spoken exactly. like a man who might have had a prefect or two as well. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, blue proof prefect with moon discs that got stuck on the McDonald's drive-through hill one day. <laughs> Still make you smile just drive one of them to work. Oh, yeah. be enough. Yes, yes, yeah. it did. Did make the Ballarat fridge swap meet there one year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. <laughs> no worries at all, John. I'll take the opportunity again. Thanks heaps for your time. No worries, Chris. This seems to flow all right, so I'll be chasing a few more people down, I reckon. <laughs> Cheers, well, bud. Thanks, Chris. No worries at all, man. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for that, mate. It was, uh, no, no worries at all. Chats. Yeah, Johnny's pen hopefully wasn't too intrusive on the audio, but, you know, uh, again, another guy I've known for a long time since I underage pilfered his Tirana and took it for a drive to Bendigo, so... I think... Um, <laughs> From what the listeners have had to endure for the last couple of months with um, home recordings and Skype recordings, I think no one's holding us heavily accountable. No, I think I think it'd be all all okay. Yeah. But um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll sign off. Thanks again for listening. We'll um, we'll see you on uh, in in a fortnight episode, episode 12. twelve. Yep, no, looking forward to it. The Chad Ribbons experience. Yes. Too easy. Okay. See you. See you guys.